Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of The Court with Faithful. First of all, who are you? I'm not asking about your name or what you do, that is not your profession, whether or not you're a college student studying engineering fashion, designing, architecture. I'm not asking about that. I don't want to know if you're the CEO or a customer care worker. Who are you? Often we feel pressured to define ourselves through the jobs we do, our financial status, the successes we have, our grades, our appearance, what other people say about us and many other means like really i'm pretty sure if you walk up to anybody and just ask who are you the first thing they will tell you is their name go on to tell you their occupation or basically who they are in society but what happens to our identity when we experience failure or lose someone's favor or become burned out in our jobs or our place of service. A lot of times there is always a form of identity crisis because we base our identities on our current situations and, you know, who we are at a particular time. In such a case, the very foundation of our identity is shaken and altered, resulting in us hustling to define ourselves by something or someone else. Oftentimes, we base our identity on how our friends or our um, boyfriends or girlfriends or significant other in general define us. Like if they tell us we're pretty, we believe ourselves to be pretty. But even if we're like so pretty, but once somebody tells us, oh my gosh, you're so ugly. And especially if that person's words matter to us, we begin to see ourselves as ugly. Am I right? Yes. A stable sense of self, of identity, cannot fully exist when we place who we are in external things. When circumstances change, our identity change as well. So why not base it off something else, something that's constant? Bible text for today is going to be taken from Ephesians 1 verse 3 to 14. Ephesians is in, is in the New Testament and it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Okay, basically what I want or what I'd like for us to do is as we go, as we read together, please, if we could basically highlight what God tells us I mean <laughs> what we are in Christ like for example I just read verse 3 and it says blessed be the God of our Father blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing so basically it's telling us that we're blessed 
right so i don't know if you can maybe get a book or something where you could just read this where you could just write it and be able to you know read it every day as a daily um would i say a daily declaration or manifest (laughs) just something you say every day so verse 3 tells us that we are blessed verse 4 just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love so verse 4 tells us that we are chosen verse 5 having predestined us to adoption as sons by jesus christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will verse 5 tells us that we have been adopted to be sons and daughters of god verse 6 to the praise and glory of his name by which he made us accepted in the beloved verse 6 tells us that we are accepted and if we have been accepted by god the way we are flaws and all perfections and imperfections tall short small big if we've been accepted by him should anybody else's opinion really matter verse 7 in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace 7 tells us that we are redeemed and we are forgiven all sins it didn't say any specific sin basically tells us that all our sins have been forgiven verse 8 which he made to abound forward which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence verse 10 having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself 10 that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him 11 in him also we have obtained an inheritance an inheritance being predest being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will 11 tells us that we have an inheritance in christ and that inheritance is it's basically a long list long life not even just long life everlasting life really 11 okay no 12 that we who first trusted in christ should be to the praise of his glory 13 that's the last verse in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation in whom also having believed you were sealed with the holy spirit of promise who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory basically we are chosen we are accepted we are adopted to be sons of god we have a predestined um, purpose in life um we have an inheritance in christ where like what i would like because i've already done this i wrote it down in my journal i basically wrote i am um, like in christ 
I am loved, I am chosen, I am accepted, I am I have an inheritance in Christ, I am adopted. Like basically just identifying our ourselves in Christ. According to Ephesians 1 that we just read, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessings. We have been chosen, adopted, redeemed, like redeemed, forgiven, grace lavished, and unconditionally loved and accepted. We are pure, blameless, and forgiven. We have received the hope of spending eternity with God when we are in Christ. These aspects of our identity can never be altered by what we do. Identifying ourselves the way Ephesians 1 tells us to is not something that is based on our financial status, our um, occupation, our gender. No, it's just based on the word of God and the word of God is always true. Now, what are the obstacles to healthy identity? Like often, however, a gap exists between intellectually knowing these truths about who God says we are and living them out. This can be affected by how we see ourselves, life experiences, and the ways we allow the world to define us. In order to live out in order to live out of the fullness of our new identity in Christ. We must determine what hinders us from doing so. That varies from person to person. Sometimes, maybe um, you personally believe that you did something that is so unforgivable. So seeing yourself as redeemed or forgiven is going to be so hard. Because you can't forgive yourself. So... It will be so hard to believe that in Christ you are forgiven. So, what is that obstacle for you as to viewing yourself the way God does? Often a false belief has wedged itself between how God defines us and seeing ourselves in the same light. For example, the opposite of pure and blameless would be impure, stained or guilty. Perhaps a life experience has caused you to feel impure. So you believe God sees you this way. You then create and live out of an identity based on your actions, which is contrary to how God sees you. And like we said, our actions are always changing. In order to fight against these false beliefs, we must discover the exact belief we are allowing to negatively form our identity. tells us that we're accepted but you may see yourself as rejected by God instead of set free you see yourself as in chains instead of covered by the law sorry covered by grace you see yourself as under the law instead of adopted you see yourself as orphaned living out of one of those identities then affects the way we behave 
if you feel like you rejected you would feel like you never belong anywhere left out abandoned you know this all just stems out of stems out from the way we really feel about ourselves and basically the way to really challenge or face these false beliefs about ourselves is you have to recognize it at first like you have to recognize it recognize the way you feel and surrender it to god like last week we talked about talking and talking to god so if you feel rejected tell god about it tell him that okay you always feel like you never belong you always feel rejected by every single person that comes into your life tell him and let him bring to your awareness the fact that he has accepted you the way you are also turn away from it by choosing not to agree with it then replace the lie with scripture the devil is constantly trying to deceive us but each time we face certain things reminding ourselves of what the bible says is one way to really fight it and a lot of times the way we see ourselves is connected to a very real and painful experience take some time to be sad over the experience to grieve but then make sure you're inviting God into such an experience invite God into that place of brokenness that place of darkness and let him bring light to it after you have surrendered the lie over to God pray that he will help you believe the truth about who he says you are and make you aware of times you do not believe it We may not always feel forgiven or blameless, but the truth is God sees us that way. This is also where faith comes in. Because there's a lot of times when we sin and we've asked for forgiveness, we just don't believe that God can forgive us. But it takes faith. Like That's why the Bible really says without faith it is impossible to please God. Because it takes faith to believe that okay, you are forgiven. Right? For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and to take every thought captive to obey Christ. 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5 You know, you need to put your thoughts under the subjection of God let him control the way you think let him also make you see yourself the way he sees you because that's one thing when you begin to view yourself the way God really views you no one can ever make you question um, question your identity God has given us everything that we need to demolish 
these false beliefs and he empowers us to do so seeing yourself as god sees you if we live out of an identity based on how god sees us we no longer feel the need to find our worth in our external circumstances it frees us up to live confidently and stably instead of changing who we are based on the opinions of others our professional success how we see ourselves and all the other ways we define our significance it gives us the opportunity to experience god's unconditional love experience god's unconditional love in a new and fresh way and it also allows us to confidently and boldly share his love with others like to base our identity on the way God sees us. An identity grounded in God would mean that when we think of who we are, the first thing that would come to mind is our status as someone who is deeply loved by God. This was said by a psychologist, David Benham. So basically, how would viewing yourself this way change how you live? will get in the way of you doing this. A lot of insecurity stems from not knowing who you are, not knowing your identity, or letting your identity change as your circumstance in life changes. To be very honest, it is a battle in this world because the world constantly seeks to define us by its own standards. We have body goals, we have relationship goals, we have there's basically a goal for everything. And it just seems like oh if you don't have that setting standard or setting way of living you're just not up to par you're just below the average or you're excessive or you're not enough and the world is constantly changing like an example is the fact that certain things that were not in trend two years ago are probably in trend now like we could have something that was in like it was the way it was in the 90s but then after a while nobody was using these things anymore or nobody identified or thought a certain thing was cool anymore but then it is brought up again or a certain celebrity is wearing it and everybody wants to wear it this world is constantly changing so don't let your identity be defined by the people you're surrounded by or the things you do because it's constant like (laughs) 
change is the only constant thing in this world if you think that you're the prettiest person because you have this certain figure or simply because you have the figure that everybody deems body goals and that's the only reason you think you're so pretty or you're so handsome what happens when people start to like another body type would you deem yourself insignificant or no longer worthy don't base off who you are on the world of the people you're surrounded by be pretty because you're pretty because you are created in the image and likeness of god not because your type of pretty <laughs> how pretty is like i don't know if you get me how would believing the truth about your new identity in christ change the way you live like i personally think it's when you believe who god says you are it takes away a lot of insecurity and also it removes um acting a certain way as well people say they no longer know who they are because you know, let's say they lose their jobs or they lose their friends or a relationship and it's just they're just so confused they don't know how they see themselves a very important discussion or deep <laughs> deep thoughts sorry a deep topic to think about is who you are like, I know that there are so many things that goes on in our lives. We're so busy with life, with school, with work, or just social media that we don't have time to, you know, just think about life anymore. Or a lot of us don't want to think about life. But there's just certain things and topics we should think about. Like, who are you right now? I'm not asking about your name or all the things you have done. I'm saying without those things that you did and apart from your name, who are you? Who are you without that trophy? Who are you without that gold medal? Who are you without being the valedictorian of your set who are you without your significant other without your children I mean don't get me wrong it's an amazing thing to be a mother a father an uncle an aunt but who are you without all those things if those things didn't exist or before you had those things who were you who are you without all that money without all that fame basically who are you without all these worldly things (laughs) 
let your life be rooted in the soil of Christ and let your roots go deep like it's not just enough to know that you're chosen you have to believe it I mean the believing is what takes time sometimes but pray and every time you feel yourself thinking that you're not forgiven or you're rejected remind yourself that whatever God thinks of you that's what actually matters Okay, so something I'd like for all of us to say is, okay, this is basically an identity declaration, so I'm going to be reading it out. So please just repeat after me. Feel free to write it down. It could be something you say on a daily basis, every day before you go out. Yeah. So this is the identity declaration. I am a child of God redeemed by Jesus Christ loved pursued and chosen equipped with words of life clothed in strength and dignity commissioned here and now gifted by the Spirit forgiven and unbound Blessed is he who believed. The truth is, knowing your identity in Christ makes you unbreakable. Because no matter what Satan tries to do to you, you know how strong you are. And that's all that matters. a lot of times when we do certain things or not just do certain things let's say before we gave our life to Christ Satan tries to bring all these things to our remembrance telling us that we don't that we don't deserve love we don't deserve God's mercy and if you don't know what God says about you you would believe those things and that will just send you spiraling back into a world of darkness and a world of sin Our identity is our identity shouldn't just be how we see ourselves but how God sees us and it's important to know how God sees you and base how you see yourself off that. truthful our identity is our root and you know the roots is very important to a tree or a plant to grow without a good root system you won't find a proper footing in life
don't let your friends tell you who you are. I mean, like, I don't mean that, okay, you shouldn't accept compliments. I'm just saying don't base off who you are from what everyone says about you. Because people are different. People see you in a completely different way. Like, you could be an angel to somebody and to the next person, you're the literal devil. I mean, not literal, but, you know. If you base off who you are from every single person you meet, you wouldn't even know who you are. so much for listening i'm so sorry if this seemed like such a quiet um topic or such a sober topic it's just it's a very important topic to really know who you are because if you don't know who you are then you know who are you (laughs) if you don't know who you are everything in life every trial every downfall will push you against the wall like hard but when you know who you are even when you experience failure you know that you're not a failure you don't see yourself as your as a failure you just see a circumstance in life happening and you know that god is going to see you through that you don't see yourself as fruitless because what you've lost a child you know you're fearful and that was just an attack but you're going to get up God is going to raise you up and let you have as many children as he's planned God loves us so much and he wants us to believe that and know that every single day So remember this week to ask yourself who you are and if you wrote it down remember to remind yourself who you are every day Lord we thank you Holy Spirit for teaching us about our identity in Christ we thank you for making us understand that in you we are chosen we are accepted we are loved we are forgiven redeemed the list goes on and on lord we thank you for being our rock we thank you for having an identity in you that doesn't change we also thank you for your word and we thank you for your son jesus christ who died to renew our identity Lord, even as we go into this week, Lord, we ask that you help us to see ourselves the way you see us and to spread this identity to other people who may be struggling to find out who they are. Help us not to base our identity off the people we are surrounded by or the things that happen in our life, but to solely base it on you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
much for listening if you have any comments please leave it down below and remember to go check out the course with faithful's instagram page at the course with faithful feel free to message me of any about any issues you want and if you have any topic you'd like to find out what the bible has to say just let me know thank you once again for listening thank you so much for your prayers for your words of encouragement and thank you basically for tuning in every week and i pray that god blesses you beyond your imaginations in jesus name amen i love you but god loves us more bye